90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. My name is Maddie Erskine, local music director. In honor of National Coming Out Day, KCSU wanted to recognize some incredibly talented LGBTQ musicians in our community, share their music, and chat with them about their experiences. To kick off this segment, here is Slack by Hotel Wi-Fi. You just heard Slack by Hotel Wi-Fi. Hotel Wi-Fi is the project of Jackson Smith, who is currently based out of Windsor, Colorado. I am thankful to have had the opportunity to chat with them about their inspirations, values, and recent success. Um, You released your song Slack this past May. Uh, Do you want to just talk a bit about what that song is about? Um, Yeah, so 
Uh, I wrote that sort of from a place of kind of just directed maybe towards myself um, because it's about like um, blacktivism, which is like, um, you know, uh, posting stuff on social media or like signing petitions and doing stuff that doesn't actually make that much of a difference. Yeah. Like the activism. Um, like, and that happened to be released at the same time that George Floyd was murdered. Yeah. Um, so it, it, yeah, it really came, came out at the right time, I think. Yeah. It became very relevant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's where that song comes from. Um, it's still pretty pretty prevalent because I notice uh, there's I, there's still a lot of people, especially like white people and cis people yeah. that aren't necessarily even like donating or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're usually just like um, just, it's just posting, repost and move on. Yeah, just posting stuff on their story and then maybe donating, and that's it. Like. Um, and this is myself included too. And it's, it might be just because like, it's a class thing and I'm struggling with money and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it's absolutely possible for people to like drive down to Denver at least like once a week or like once every two weeks or something like that and like dissipate. So, yeah, no, I think that is a very valid point in a, you know, very, relative song to what's going on in the world today right. um, yeah my next question for you is like what is your songwriting process like um well i don't have like a, a solid process yeah um like usually most of the time i'm just jotting down lyrics when mm-hmm. i think of them and then i combine those lyrics into a song i don't know musically it's it's weird like i am bad at chords <laughs> so I usually just like do pop chords and stuff yeah. over that. And then, yeah, um, I would record it in my bedroom. Um, so like uh, I have a little mic and a MIDI keyboard and some stuff. And yeah, that's how I would do it. I barely know how like mix and master stuff. So it's pretty lo-fi. Yeah, it's kind of a do-it-yourself yeah, exactly. And then, and then, like, usually, especially with, like, my last songs, like, I would um, just, like, put it on DistroKid, like, immediately because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm impatient. And, like, I, I just want to – it's very gratifying to release music. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, so usually this whole songwriting process usually takes about, like, like from when I start writing lyrics to – when it's released, it usually takes about like two weeks. So yeah, totally. Um, so my next question is like, how does music help you express your identity and experiences as a queer person? And that can be both writing music, performing in any way. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, it hasn't always been a way of expressing myself. Mm. Um, I mean, the reason why, I mean, one of the reasons I came to realize my my true identity 
mm-hmm. um, is because I listened, started listening to like queer artists, like uh, Florist, I think was the biggest one. Florist is amazing. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm trying to think of other ones that aren't canceled. But, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's like artists that like, yeah, artists that were uh, genderqueer and mm. uh, were, like wrote songs about that. And then at one point I realized I wasn't even like, I was definitely like identifying with those songs way too much. Yeah, and so. you were like, wait wait a minute, there's a reason I identify so much. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, like, I think my last album, uh, which was called um, Poetry for Small Animals, has a lot of songs where I'm just, like, like, like actively talking about my gender identity and my sexuality and stuff like that. And um, more recently, after I joined the DIY music scene, I've been like, um, I've been like expressing myself more, um, with fashion choices and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I got makeup, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got into, you know, going to thrift stores more often and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah so like, it's been really cool recently, especially with like people who, uh, uh, will accept me no matter what. Um, yeah. so find a community like that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think Fort Collins is a really nice, inclusive community for the most part. That's true. Yeah. Especially the DIY scene, which is just really comforting. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, that's yeah. also true. I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, never mind. <laughs> There's, of course, always things, things, always things, things can always be improved, but. <laughs> that's true. I don't necessarily think that all the DIY spaces are safe for queer people. But, yeah. I mean, I guess it could be worse. I mean, how do you feel like it could be like improved? I mean, yeah, again, like there's definitely queer people who don't feel safe in the community. And I feel like there could be queer spaces that uh, actually are inclusive Mm -hmm. um, and work to be inclusive and like are good at recognizing when abusers show up and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. Like, and as uh, a person who is male in sex, Mm -hmm. um, like, I do have the privilege of being a little bit more intimidating. (laughs) So, there's that. Um, Big problem in the music scene of just addressing the how do we stay inclusive and also, you know, keep away abusers and, you know, those people who cause harm. Yeah, exactly. So like, and I feel especially worried for like the femmes in the in the music scene for sure, because there's definitely still a couple people who like linger around the scene that are dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very valid concern, and my hope is that you know eventually we get past that and we don't have these big problems in our music scene of trying to keep everyone safe because it should just be a safe community. Right. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. To kind of go on a different route, um, recently Hotel Wi-Fi kind of switched from that solo project to like a full band. What ways has your music changed in the past little bit? Yeah. um, Around earlier this year, maybe around January, I just decided that 
yeah, I think maybe now is the time for like a full band kind of thing. So um, I really got this list like super group together. Uh, we got Jackson from Yale. We got um, a ton from people in general. We got, uh, we got uh, Jakob from Slow Caves on the drums. Um, we got Brett from Handsome Anthony. Yeah, it's, nice. it's, um, we had AJ from uh, Janet Earth, uh, yeah. who put drums earlier before, before they moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been really cool to uh, work with all these cool musicians and make my music just sound like way better, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah. We're hoping to start recording all those songs with, uh, or re-recording some of my old songs with the, uh, with the new band. That's um, super exciting. Yeah. So yeah, it's been really cool. Um, and then it's been cool to see, uh, that the music community are, I don't know, like the bigger, like not DIY music industry and Fort Collins just start to notice me. Um, I'm already, yeah, I'm already getting, uh, stuff set up with the Moxie and, um, I, yeah, I, uh, also got a cool call, like, like, five minutes ago oh, wow. um, from a, a certain radio, an, another radio station that I don't know if I can say. So, That's okay. Well, that is exciting. Yeah. Um, you've also just played the show at the drive-in. How does it feel to play live after not having as many opportunities due to COVID? Um, it was really cool. Like, I feel like, yeah, uh, the drive-in experience was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was nice. Uh, Greta from Bohemian Foundation was awesome in setting that up. And then AM Pleasure Assassins uh, and Jared um, all invited me, and it was really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, I uh, I was super happy with that. That's where I really felt like I made my, my presence known in the scene, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I heard great things about it from everyone who I knew was yeah. there or just paying attention. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like... I guess people were really blown away, which was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so so exciting to hear. Um, is there anything else you'd just like to let listeners know before we wrap up? Um, yeah. I mean, just if, if you're uh, listening, like just pay more attention in general to queer artists in the scene, because in all honesty, we're pretty much making like the glue in the scene yeah. right now. Or Collins, at least, um, and we're making great art. And it's yeah, there's more to the scene than like four sweaty white dudes uh, with guitar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, thank you so much for meeting with me. It was great to talk to you. Yeah, of course, great to talk to you. Coming up next is "The Moon Is a Lesbian" by Hotel Wi-Fi, and followed by that is "Delilah" by Kitty Crimes. This is ninety point five KCSU Fort Collins.
Delilah by Kitty Crimes. Kitty Crimes has made a name for themselves in Denver, Colorado as a talented rapper and producer with an unapologetic attitude and performance style. It was fun to talk to them about their love for producing and the experiences they've had as a queer in the music industry. Uh, My first question for you is what got you started in producing and making your own music? So I was 13. Uh, I made an album at 13 that like, you know, I'm kind of in the older echelon of, of people who, uh, started to learn how to produce on computers and uh i was like into cd roms super hard and there was this one called hip-hop ej and it was like a beat making software that was like basically like a game almost it was kind of like fruity loops but it predated fruity loops that's super fun yeah and so i 
made a 10 track album at 13 called country club in which i like the reason i say <laughs> sound so surprised when i say it is because it's so hard for me to release 10 songs now and i'm like Man, how do you do now. that <laughs> that's great that's crazy that's so fun um then after that i like took a little break and then i got ableton when i was about 25 and i just picked back up like nothing happened. like nothing happened that's super yeah. super cool um well the music industry has a long way to go towards equality have you had any struggles as a producer or performer yeah i mean i was kind of on this bandstand on this like queer strange electro rap yeah bandstand. like kind of like not to toot my horn but honestly i was doing it before it was popular yeah and uh, I think a lot of people didn't get it. A lot of people did. Mm -hmm. And I think if anything, and in my life in general, like a big theme that I witness is trying not to feel misunderstood because it would be easy for me to. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm a loner. I, I'm weird. And I like, I stand by that. That's who I am as a creative and as a person. And so um, being a queer was another obstacle or like another hurdle. And then it's almost like I didn't even have time to think about being a femme or a woman mm -hmm. involved in it also because I don't even identify, like, I don't yeah. know. No, it's totally fair. Just being queer in the music industry and having that be like a center of your music can be, you know, already a challenge enough when people just, you know, kind of like don't understand that or maybe don't relate. And it's, but there's so many people who do re relate. So it's great to have that representation and you're still, it's. Yeah, no, thanks for that recognition. I no, I just, um, it's great now. I mean, it's awesome yeah. to be a queer in the music industry now. And yes. I think that's awesome. I think right now my current hurdle is being an individualist or like mm -hmm. being just, just really genuine or authentic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, how does your music help you express your identity and experiences? I love taking a fusion of pop music, of like really glossy pop music and the most strange aspects of me or the most heartbroken aspects of me. And I like finding a fusion in that and the most spiritually connected aspects of me. So I really enjoy taking a pop music platform mm -hmm. or like, like super wavy sounding platform, but then like say more meaningful things in yeah. simple ways. And um, I'm just like, I think I have a problem with authority. Yeah, and I can see that a little bit in your music. <laughs> I think I do. Very powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I just don't want to be like anyone else and not in a sense where I'm like overdoing it or like yeah. trying too hard to be something else. But um, I like taking a really, really, really plastic mold mm -hmm. and then just making it slightly different. Yeah, making it your own making it your own. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any specific songs that you kind of feel like, like recently that you've put out that just really represent this like powerful, doing it your own way, your own identity kind of, you know, motivation? Uh, I think, yeah, I think my last two singles that I've put out like are super poppy, but they, mm -hmm. they kind of fit that description of, um, saying things on a deeper level and also saying things on a shallow level so you can like yeah you can 
bop to it, but you also can like gather more from it if you want. Yeah, absolutely. I've been listening to Delilah like all the time, like the last like few days, because it awesome. definitely has that kind of feel. It's like super catchy and it's also like super, you know, like deep and, you know, you can connect to it and be like, yeah. <laughs> kind of I'm glad. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you've been making music for a really long time. Do you feel like your music has changed over the past years? Like, obviously, you've grown. Yeah, just to, just in the sense that I've been, like, aspiring for a really long time to be a good producer. Mm -hmm. Part of being a good producer is that you are actually a participant in relevant music. <laughs> like, you're yeah. an actual participant in what's happening. That's part right now of what it means to be... Um, like a songwriter and a participator. Mm -hmm. So it's like doing this dance, like getting a feel for what's going on and taking that and, and putting your spin on it. And yeah, I've just been working at like learning how to produce the best I possibly can. So. Yeah. Do you think COVID's kind of given you a chance to dive more into the production since you're not performing anymore? Yeah, I've been making some cheesy songs for uh commercials that's super like, fun like corny <laughs> songs for commercials that are like you can do it you're so confident you're the best it's like very that's oh that's so fun <laughs> very bad but yep. it's actually a deep aspiration of mine to like aside from kitty crimes to make yeah. Just to I, produce other music as well. I just enjoyed really bad music too, so I don't know. No, I, I get that. That's super fun. Um, yeah, do you miss performing a lot? I don't think about it, but whenever I do, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, duh. Yes, I do. I mean, I just, like, I'm such a loner that, mm -hmm. uh, that even I have tapped out of wanting to be a loner. Like, that's impressive. The fact that I'm like, I want to go to a party and, like. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> just want to hang out it's like you know. like sometimes like I'm not even in like you know in normal times there's times I don't want to go out at all I'm like no I want to be inside and now I'm like please please anything <laughs> we're all tapped out we want to just yep. go to a barn you know I like recently I I went to um my friend works at a strip club in Portland yeah and uh we had been in the thick of quarantine for like three months mm-hmm and it was the most like spiritually grounding experience of my life to just after being so holed in to just like walk in, have a shot of tequila, like stare at a naked woman. That's and like hilarious. One okay. of my friends. I was like, yeah. that was. You're like, this is wild. It does not feel right. I like watch TV shows now too. And I'll be like, they're not wearing masks. I'm like, yeah. okay, hold up. <laughs> this was, this yeah. is filmed. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. You had some really, you know, like just a huge persona on stage. Um, I read like some article about you with like a leash at some point, like some show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so cool. just curious about that. So that show was so funny. Um, so awesome. I had such a great time. It yeah. was, they very much miscast me for the opening role of whatever this <laughs> yeah. whatever this uh opening act mm -hmm. like scheduling thing happened my friend stealth is in the lumineers and yeah. he had a very lumineersy sort of band i mean i love lumineers but he, mm -hmm. he had a very like that genre 
Yes, uh, which is not quite your genre. <laughs> it's not my genre. And they had me come up and I was like, there just wasn't any question in my head as to whether it was going to be like me 500%. So I called up my friend, um, Daniel, and he is a weirdo too. And I was like, I need you to play Grand Theft Auto on the projector, like behind me. So he like showed up in a gimp outfit, like a, like a leather one of those like loops around your neck like oh my goodness and uh you just in full like bdsm sub gear and played <laughs> grand theft auto while i sang songs about like yeah explicit queer stuff mm-hmm. and it was like all young christian girls who were <laughs> just like ready to be like they were in the I crowd like my my takeaway from that was that i very much convinced half of them that's great having them so signed on and then i had the other half of them like quite obsessed a little bit (laughs) yeah oh that's super fun well awesome is there anything else you'd like to let listeners know about before we wrap up um my album hilux is coming out really soon uh it's like it's like my coming of age album is my album that represents the time when i feel like i've actually grown up and uh as like a producer and a songwriter and uh it's kitty crimes is the name of my project and uh and that's it i think that's all i got Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for talking to me. Um, This was a super fun interview. Your music is super cool. I was listening to it all night last night and went down like a rabbit hole. (laughs) That makes me so happy. happy. It was so, it was so fun. I was blasting in my room when I was cranking out some homework. I was like, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. I'm glad I'm I'm sparking the vibe. So (laughs) And thanks so much for including me in on this. And Yeah, thank yeah. you. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Cool. You as well. Coming up next is I Need a Freak Who Knows How to Do My Taxes by Kitty Crimes, followed by Rot by Plasma Canvas. This is 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I need a freak who knows how to do my taxes. I need a freak who knows how to do my taxes. I need a freak who knows how to do my taxes. Man, I need a freak. She get my taxes done. She get my. She get my taxes done. I need a refund. Refund. I need a. Taxes. 
I need a freak who knows how to do my taxes. There is a blackness without end. There's a darkness between my eyes. Between a rich man's pocket and a burger stream, I blow. Lying face down in a river space time. Rearranging what I'm not dead. But here I say, cause it ain't coming. I am the problem. I'm all that exists. I'm the way that crushes all my love ones that they cannot fix. You just heard Rot by Plasma Canvas. Plasma Canvas is a punk duo from Fort Collins, commonly known for being the loudest and gayest band. It was a pleasure to talk to them about the changes in their music and how they strive to create a safe community in the punk scene. My first question for y'all is how did you form as a band? Jude is not the original drummer of the band. Yeah. Um, but so it's it's kind of a complicated thing. So I like I moved from Missouri uh, to Colorado with like a bunch of songs that I had written about like living, you know, my first year as a visible trans woman. And um, I got here and I decided to like seek out a studio and like just find some people to make a record with. Cause I was like, I have all these songs and I want them to be immortalized forever. And I don't, <laughs> You know, and I and I don't really want to like have other people's input. To be honest, I was just like, I want to do this thing the way I want to do it. And um, you know, so what I did was I uh, I 
found a friend named uh, Dave Seitz um, on Craigslist. And, you know, I basically just put up this ad saying, like, I need a drummer and I have a bunch of songs. And, um, you know, I just really want someone to play the drums on my record and I can play the rest of the instruments myself. And so that was exactly what we did. And, you know, in the very, very, very early days, and I'm talking like the first few months, um, you know, the project was very like me in a studio doing a bunch of stuff and Dave sort of being a hired gun for a little bit. But then like the more we started practicing and, and playing shows and like recording the, the first record, it became more of a band and at, over time it became not just like a band but like rigid in this identity of like the two-piece band mm-hmm. so like that just became like an organic thing that happened and then um in june of 2017 um dave just became kind of like overwhelmed and like he was in a, a few different bands and um, he had a bunch of stuff going on that he needed to like figure out. So he decided to leave and, um, him and I are still really good friends. We hang out sometimes and he's a great guy. Um, but whenever Dave left, uh, obviously I was just by myself and we had a mutual friend named, uh, Zach Hill who plays in the band Copper Teeth now. And they used to be called victim culture. Um, and Zach was like, Hey, I think this, uh, McCarran kid wants to, wants to try out like for, for the band. And I was like, you know, and I, and I had, you know, I remember thinking, cause Jude had showed up to a couple shows and I remember thinking like, wow, that person looks like they're having a really great time just hanging out and rocking out and smiling and partying up at the front row. Like it's a shame they don't prop, they probably don't play any instruments cause they'd be fun to be in a band. Yeah. With. Oh, and so- then like, <laughs> lo and behold, like, <laughs> like you know and can play the drums like nobody's business so yeah and that's the that's the long form version of how jude and i started playing together that's awesome and jude were you like really excited to get that chance to kind of start playing in a band uh yeah because i had just moved up like i was going to csu and i had like just moved up here not too long before and like was trying to figure out the punk scene in Fort Collins. And so like I found Surfside and then, uh, yeah, eventually found Zach and like, like became friends with him. And so like started going to shows and had inevitably seen Plasma Canvas a couple of times. And so like, I was like desperately looking to get into play music with other people. And so like it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I think you're a great duo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you pl- you play off each other really well. <laughs> it's Thank you. really Thank you. fun to watch because I remember seeing you play at New West Fest um, oh, probably right. like a year and a half, like like the summer yeah. before I went to college. Um, and you guys were like, just immediately became one of my favorite bands. I listened to like Lipstick Revolution, like on repeat <laughs> for like, <laughs> for, for, like probably like months. Um, <laughs> I remember like it on the way to the dorm parking lot. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, you created such a like safe place for crowds to just kind of dance and mosh and be themselves, and it's it's great. It it was a really cool experience, and 
I wish live shows happened again because I <laughs> missed seeing you play. <laughs> you know, and honestly, hearing you say that makes me so happy because that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like, you know, whenever I, so I'm from a small town in Missouri and I was one of the very, very few like trans people there and one of the only like punks <laughs> and like you know and then I came to Denver and everyone was like queer and punk and I was just yeah. like oh okay so I'm just like Joe Schmo here now <laughs> so, <laughs> you know but then I realized like oh this is actually awesome because this is exactly what I wanted I'm surrounded by community and like you know it 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 means a lot to know that that people have a good time at our shows dancing and like having community and everything because um what I wanted to do like as a very visible trans person was just like stand on the stage and be like for the next 45 minutes or whatever this is our space and no no cis people no no like homophobes no transphobes like no one's gonna tell us what we can and can't do no yeah. one's gonna tell us who we are we're just gonna party and sweat and dance and mosh and crowd surf together all things we can't do in COVID-19 yep. <laughs> like you know this is this is what we're gonna do as a group together proudly in the face of all of the hatred and bigotry that queer and trans people deal with in the world in the world you know we're just gonna like buck that and just say screw you guys we've got our thing and we're gonna be fine yeah you do a great job with that I remember you brought like some friends on stage that day and I was in the crowd like, whoa, everyone's so cool here. Like everyone I've met in this last like 10 minutes has been amazing and has been so kind, even though we're like moshing each other and all wearing like spikes, <laughs> you know, it was just like a funny, it was a really fun time. It made me really excited to kind of continue to be part of a punk scene in Fort Collins. Cause at first I was like, ah, like, I love punk music, but I'm like 5'2 and <laughs> little well, colored hair. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> second of all, punk, you know, it's it's so hilarious to me. It's hilariously sad is what it yeah. is. But like, you know, punk was supposed to be a thing for outsiders. And who is more ostracized than queer people and trans exactly. people and people of color? And like, you know, like this is who we created our space for. Mm -hmm. And the fact that punk is so gatekeepy is like sort of why our band exists is to just like say, well, screw you. If, if you're like, you know, as long as you're not like a white supremacist or like, a jerk or a creep you know you're yeah. welcome at our shows like exactly. you're, you're welcome everyone can be here yeah I think that's a great thing that you've created um do you feel like your music has like grown or changed at all over the years since you guys have been playing together um yeah I do but I was curious to see if Jude has any thoughts on this <laughs> uh I mean it like it's got like it's changed as in like we're developing as like as a band and like finding more of what we're about and like it's been a lot of self-discovery along the way and so like <laughs> there's a <laughs> yeah there's a 
Yeah, there's a lot that's like changed from when, you know, we first started playing together then, <laughs> then uh, you know, now. And so like it's, yeah, like I, I would say things have definitely changed for the better. And it's been, uh, yeah, really cool to like see how our, like the music that we've made together has like come along and how it's changed in like some of the like amazing things that like, we've said in in my opinion that adrian said it's like there, there's some amazing content that's come out and it's just like yeah I, i'm really excited to like keep continuing and writing music and like um like seeing where we can take this thing because uh, it's been uh it's been a journey yeah definitely um as I you think- can yeah. oh god Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, in the in the beginning days of the band, I wrote a lot about being trans. And, like, we had songs like Shoot Me in the Chest, where I was like, I hope I get shot dead for playing this song because it's a this song is a protest. And, like, I'm here to say that I'm trans. And, like, I just with Killer Majestic, I didn't write any songs specifically about that stuff. And, like, you know, it it was it was weird because, like, the first album was very like it was a mix of like inward and outward directed material and then no faces was just like me and jude against the world yeah and like that that felt really good too um and but killer majestic uh you know our new record which is out on side one dummy records Mm -hmm. right now go buy it um (laughs) our new record killer majestic is just about being a person and like what it means to to like live your life you know in general and like not it doesn't erase my transness but it definitely like I I feel like it underscores the fact that like my transness does not define who I am like I define what transness looks like and that doesn't mean that I have to like write songs about it or not write songs about it I just wanted to write about how I'm feeling and not necessarily have to be so on the nose about gender and stuff like that because I've said that already exactly I think that's a very cool way of growth because as much as you know it is important to be confident in your identity and express it that you know you have you're a super talented musician and that's just the facts like all all things aside (laughs) and so (laughs) like thank you yeah it's that's the core of it is just talent music (laughs) I really appreciate that of course Jude does too yeah Jude as well yeah just both very talented musicians um so we really touched on all my questions even though I didn't ask them all we kind of just kept going into them which was super (laughs) fun uh but I guess my last kind of wrap-up thought is like what do you hope fans and listeners take away from your music both your new album your old albums just overall Jude you want to jump in um I mean, if you've got something, I, I don't know. I want to think about this because I want to like answer it in like, yeah. in like a, I don't know. Like I, I want it to be uh, uh, like well-spoken, I guess, you know? <laughs> so, um, Words but, are tough. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, um, 2020 has been the year of, figuring out where you can find strength and peace Mm -hmm. 
And like, honestly, at this point, I really just hope that our record contributes to people finding strength and peace. Yeah. And like, you know, so songs like, basically, I'm going to give you a little mini like track by track here. You know, Killer Majestic is the kick down the door song, like love it or hate it. You can't ignore it. Yeah. And um, Rot is a song about getting through these kinds of situations where like, you know, you're, you're, you can't get out of your own way and your own, you're your own worst enemy, like that terrible lit song from the nineties. But like (laughs) (laughs) rot is rot is the song that's like, you know, basically rot and Saturn are the same song with two different attitudes. And it's basically like, Rod is saying things suck and they're always going to suck. And Saturn is like, things suck, but cheer up, bruh. (laughs) You know, it's like the the backwards cap pop punk version of the previous song. And, you know, the, the whole, the record as a whole is just about being in a state of flux, you know, being in between one thing and another thing. And any person who's experienced you know, questioning their gender identity or their sexual orientation knows what that feeling Mm -hmm. is and like just kind of feeling a little bit lost and, you know, what a perfect year for it to, for it to grace the world. (laughs) Cause like, you know, this record was supposed to be the thing that like, you know, we went on tour with and played in front of a bunch of people and stuff, but like what it ended up being is, just something for the people who love us and love each other as, as fans of our music can just hold on to and say, I know this thing exists. I know that I am worthy of love. And I know that my friends are just as wonderful and human as me. And we all love this same thing. And uh, um, that's really beautiful. Yeah. That I, I really miss the sense of community that we would have at our shows yeah. because you know, it was, I, I, I don't want to say past tense things because like 2021, fingers we'll crossed, <laughs> yes. fingers crossed. And we will be the, the biggest show with the biggest mosh pit <laughs> that anyone's ever seen when we, when we finally start playing like real awesome, hardcore shows again. But, you know, what I, what I hope people take from our music is just having some kind of community that they, that they feel connected to um, because there, there are a lot of people who feel the way that you feel, even if you feel like there, there are a lot of people who will, you know, are, are suffering with you. And that's truer in this age of pandemic now more than ever. Yeah, I think it's a big time for self-reflecting too. And a lot of times that brings on some of those harder emotions for sure. I know that happened with me, especially that first bit where I was like, oh, my community, like who I hung out with all my friends, like I can't see them anymore. And then you kind of get in your own head and you kind of start feeling a little icky about yourself sometimes. So I think just having, you know, music from your friends and, you know, that community and the bands that are in your community, being able to listen to that music, even when you can't see them live and you can't really talk to, you know, the people you mosh with at the shows, it kind of still connects you to it, even when it's not, you know, tangible anymore in that aspect. 
Yeah, it's like a reminder that there's amazing musicians yeah. uh, that like right next door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only a matter of time until we get to go see them live. <laughs> exactly, counting down the days. Don't know how many, but <laughs> yeah, that was that was always a thing that like I valued about shows was mm-hmm. you know people people would always tell me about how powerful I looked on stage, and I was like, you look very powerful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> First of all, thank you. Um, it it just, you know, that's the only time that I would feel powerful there. Yeah. You know, like I spend the rest of my life socially anxious and very depressed. And so like whenever I was at a Plasma Canvas show, I knew that everyone that was there, all the faces that I recognized were people that loved and cared about me. And like... <laughs> And I could say the same thing about just a lot of local DIY shows, just Mm -hmm. bands. The thing that I love about Fort Collins music scene is that every band would go see every band. And I just thought that that was the coolest thing ever. And, you know, whenever, whenever I'm in a room full of people that all understand the same thing, I feel so much less alone. And when you take that, creative outlet of like being able to just like scream about my life for like an hour on stage all 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 I'm left with is the anxiety and the depression and like you know so hopefully we get that back soon but in the meantime I highly suggest everybody go get a therapist yeah that's totally that is very reasonable I think that is a place a lot of us are at unfortunately it is a hard time there's no, no mosh, no mosh, no mosh therapy right no now. No mosh therapy. <laughs> I think that's on my list of things I want to do the most. Like I would <laughs> do anything to mosh in a crowd of like 20 people, <laughs> but can't, can't. Amazing. It's like, oh, that'd just be so nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, especially like house shows and stuff like that. I miss it so much. Yeah. Uh, the shame to see, you know, especially with like Taste of Fort Collins and New West Fest that we missed. Like that was so hard because those are some of my favorite events of the year, you know, yeah. just like having that come together. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to let listeners know about um, before we wrap it up? Yeah. I just wanted to like give my final thoughts on the yeah. takeaway. Yes, um, please do. <laughs> um, so no matter like where you're at uh, and what you're going through, um, there are people that understand there's a community that will support you. There's people that will listen. There's people that will love you and don't get up. Don't give up because uh, you're worth it. Yeah. And I think that's like what I want fans to like take away most from us. Yeah. That is absolutely wonderful. I think that is one of the best things a band can have as their goal. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you both so yeah. much for meeting with me today. Um, yeah. It was a pleasure to see your faces. Um, <laughs> and if it was Zoom, <laughs> hear yeah. your voice. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Maddie. Thank I'm glad you. you wanted us to be a part of this. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, this has been really cool. Coming up next is Saturn by Plasma Canvas, followed by Firecracker, also by Plasma Canvas. This is 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. There is a blackness without ends. There's a darkness in my eyes. Between a rich man's pocket and a burger stream, I blow. Lion.
my listen. I got a spot to ride in. just heard Saturn and Firecracker by Plasma Canvas. I'm Maddie Erskine, local music director at 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I hope you enjoyed this special segment in honor of National Coming Out Day. Thank you Hotel Wi-Fi, Kitty Crimes, and Plasma Canvas for sharing your stories with me. It was amazing to chat with all these talented musicians and share their music with you listeners. Happy National Coming Out Day. 